Hey, y'all, what's up? It's Chase. Welcome to another episode of the show. Great show in store for you today. It's a micro show. Uh, it is a question from my series called The Daily Creative, where I take questions. And this particular one is from a chap named Ben Lu. And Ben asks what I think is a fascinating, critical question. And that is how to transition your portfolio toward work that you really want to do. Now, I think the same can be said whether you identify as a creator or an entrepreneur and this is your portfolio is uh, a leather-bound book or your portfolio is a series of projects you worked on or maybe it's even a resume. I like the idea of a portfolio versus a resume, but um, Ben's my answer rather to Ben's question I think is the... Uh, if it's not the most popular question I get, it is certainly one of them. And and because we all want to know, wait, if we want to transition to something new where we have no experience, how do we do that? How do we get hired for a job where we have no experience? How do we, um, again, whether you're a designer or photographer or you're trying to transition in careers, uh, I think this is a, a, uh, a critical question and I'm not going to lie. I really like my answer here to Ben and I hope you do too. So I'm going to get out of the way and let you enjoy this episode of the daily creative where I answer Ben Lou's question about transitioning your portfolio to work you want to do. Hey Chase, my name is Ben Lou. My Instagram handle is Hello. the Ben Lou L E W L E W uh, to give some context for my question. I'm shooting an assignment, uh, for an outdoor company called the climb in Denali national park this coming August. Cool. Um, but my struggle or my challenge is that I'm trying to do f photography full time. And so I have like weddings and everything else in my portfolio. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. and outdoor industry is where I want to be, where mm -hmm. I want to go. Um, and I'm just wondering, man, when do, what do I know how to transition my portfolio to just highlight the outdoor stuff? Because I'm so dependent on, all these other things, as well as like doing a fair ministry, um, part-time. And so, yeah, love to hear from you. Thanks. All right. Bye. Ben Lou. Thanks for the call, man. Love this classic question. Classic. And I have the classic answer. This is not going to be a long answer. It's going to be very direct. So you have to have in your portfolio, the, the work that you want to get hired to shoot. This is a, this is a paradox because you're doing the work. And then the work that you're doing is your best, newest stuff, so you want to put it in your portfolio. And if it's in your portfolio, you're going to get hired to do that stuff. This is a cycle that you cannot break unless you do one thing, and that is press pause on that shit, spend your own time and your own money, look at the things that you love and the things you want to be doing out there in the world, and see some work, put that work through your personal filter, and go make that shit. And put that in your portfolio. It's super easy. If that's not in what you, what's in your portfolio, you will not get hired to do it. And a portfolio that has brides and drag racing and male nudes and action sports does not get you hired for action sports. Okay? It doesn't. And those are different communities too. And the people who buy photography by and large for those communities are are very different and so it's very hard to participate in the other 50% or be around people who it's hard to make a name for yourself if you're scattered so thin so I'm an advocate of building a portfolio with your spare time money energy that you can rely on and you want to build to get new work now I understand it like you're still getting paid 5k to shoot a wedding I get it I totally get it just be socking four of that away for making new work, live off a thousand, 
like eat dirt for a long time so that you can eat caviar doing the thing that you love later and stop being tempted to continue to market the shit out of this work. You need to be like balancing, like you're juggling, you're juggling with two hands, then you need to be juggling with one hand and you're doing your, the thing that you want to be doing next with this hand on the side and then you throw this hand up, that ball way up and then you're juggling over here and this is wedding, pretty soon you can throw wedding photography over your shoulder and you're just finding that you're, you're in action sports or whatever the thing that you want to do is. And here's another one-liner. Your portfolio, be, your portfolio should be like a bonsai tree, okay? You're always trimming it and shaping it. There isn't a time where you just walk away because if you just walk away and you come back and you look at that thing, it's going like, to be all bushy and not shapely and tight like you want it to, like you can put it out there to get hired for the work you want. It's always kind of constantly trimming and whatnot. Now, notice trim, 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 trim. This is when I'm, I'm happy with the genre that I am. I'm, involved, I'm evolving. See earlier question. Um, about you know how do you you know stay interested and keep your style tight? You're trimming, 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 trimming. Now that that works for staying in the same world. If you want to do this leap, and it's like drag or weddings, and it goes over to action sports, you need to put that on pause and go over here and create this work. It's not like you, sure all this work comes with you in your soul. You're still putting all of the experiences, not just the experience of years photographing in the wedding photography industry, but your life experiences, all that shit, what your mom said to you when you were little and where you grew up and the color of your skin and how, um, how much money you have in the bank. All those are filters that you can apply to your work and because you see the world in a unique way. And that, how can you put more of you into your pictures, whatever your story is? And that's, again, see a video about personal style. That is a different thing than, um, well, you, whatever your, your personal style is, whatever, um, like in this world, you should have a personal style with wedding photography, to use your example. But in, in, the, in the case where you want to actually trade and go over here and you just, you're burned out, what a lot of people do is they kind of, they do it, they go from like portrait photography or wedding photography to portrait photography to street photography to, and these are all, this is kind of a natural progression. And that's how I would say you do that and you can, you can kind of continue to trim that. But if it's this 180, like, you know, drag racing, you said you like to photograph cars, or is that the other last, last guy? I forget, I think it's this guy. And you want to switch to weddings or you want to become a designer, don't market your photography. Be focused on design, okay? You, your portfolio has to look like what you get, want to get hired to shoot. Is there any, are we, is there a gray area here? Your portfolio has to have in it what you want to get paid to shoot, what you want to get hired to make, what you want to get hired to design, okay? If you want to continue to make companies, you're a serial entrepreneur, sure you're going to evolve, but you need to take things from, look at my background. So. I uh, went from a photographer, developed a photo app called Best Camera. That was the app of the year, 2010 or something like that. Uh, number one in the iTunes App Store. And from that, I learned about technology and entrepreneurship, and that led to Creative Live. And you can see like that's a, that's, that's a path. You're bringing all that stuff with you. And it's in each of those cases where that's, that's leading to the next thing because that thing becomes your portfolio. So... You have to have the thing that you want to be hired for. You have to have it. Like, go make it. If you don't have it, you're never, who, because who knew, who knows that you can do that stuff unless you're putting it out there. Well, that was an awesome show. But hey, before you go, 
I want you to know that I am grateful to have your ears, your attention, to have you be a part of this community. It means the world to me. Second, if you want to uh, tighten our community, our relationship, I would invite you to text me. That's right. I respond. These are my thumbs, my phone number on the other side of this. And I would love to hear from you. Let me know what you think. Um, if this is helping, hurting, what you want to see more of, less of, and otherwise just connect with yours truly personally at the following number. Are you ready? 206-309-5177. That's 206-309-5177. And those are my thumbs on the other end of that text and back. I'm able to get back to you sometimes in two minutes. Maybe at other times it takes me two days, but I can't wait to hear from you and uh, start a little chit chat. So again, thanks for listening to the show. Stay tuned for another episode soon.